Welcome to Locked On Marlins. I'm your host, Peter Pratt. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. You are Locked On Marlins, your daily podcast on the Miami Marlins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Marlins. This is your daily Marlins podcast with me, Peter Pratt. Hit me up on Twitter, guys, of course, at Miami Marlins underscore UK. Do not forget that underscore. Welcome to the Tuesday edition, 15th of Feb. Guys, it is the day in your calendars you had marked off, well, months ago. Pitchers and catchers are reporting to... No, pitchers and catchers are not reporting. They absolutely are not. Shocking scenes. No idea what we're up to with this lockout negotiation. Nevertheless, Locked on Marlins rolls on and we are continuing with our Rivals series. Friendly Rivals, perhaps. And it is episode three of that. And we're getting into the Philadelphia Phillies. I have got a stunning guest lined up. He is, well, the Phillies Twitter goat. UK baseball goat. In play runs goat. So many goats to shocking scenes. Dave Shaw is in the house. Dave, how you doing, brother? Yeah, mate, you're too kind. You're too kind. I'm good, bro. Uh, yeah, thank you for having me on. It's uh, yeah. must be talking baseball again. It's just with all the uh, with all the crap going on. It's, <laughs> it's it's good to talk baseball. Although when I get into it and I go through the Phillies <laughs> holes, actually, let's just talk crap. <laughs> exactly. You may. You may prefer to talk about someone else once we get into this Phillies roster, but no, hold on, spoiler alert. Um, but we are, we, unfortunately, Dave, we are going to have to get into this Phillies roster at some point. But yeah, I know, I know. The blueprint of this, guys, it's likely to be a multi-parter. Uh, it's unlikely we can fit this all in in 20 minutes. So <laughs> it's going to be a multi-part one, and the blueprint will be similar to the other episodes, guys. And I know a lot of people have fed back. They've enjoyed them. We're going to look back at the Phillies in 2021. What were the expectations? What, what did they actually do on the field? What have they done pre-lockout in terms of off-season activity? And then looking ahead to 2022, what are the hopes and dreams? And equally, we'll round up on an NL East predictions from Dave. So uh, we'll, we'll wait to that one for sure. Um, Dave, first question for you, buddy, out the gates. Just try and describe to me what it's like being the fan of the Phillies. <laughs> <laughs> Roller coaster. Yep. Largely painful. Um <laughs> You know, Bryce MVP, awesome, amazing. You know, we want postseason baseball, Pete. This That's is... all we want. <laughs> you know, the, the drought is still going on. What, 10 years with, with losing seasons, which we just snapped. Um, becoming renowned bottle jobs. It's, <laughs> mate, it's painful. It's, and you bring, it's all coming back to me already. I've had a nice few months rest and now already thinking about it. It's getting me oh, worked up. Oh dear. Um, oh, there's dear. some high moments, you know, but the last couple of years when the expectations have been a lot higher and we should be making the postseason mm. and getting so close and blowing it in the final couple of weeks of the season, it's it's agonizing. It's agonizing, Pete. That's all I can say at the moment. Well, the other question I've got for you is, you know, a lot of the listeners are actually US based, uh, they're listening to this podcast. So, you know, clearly there's myself hosting this pod, UK based. You're a UK based Phillies fan. 
I've shared my story many times about how I became a Marlins fan, a baseball fan. Just summarize your pathway to, you know, right. becoming a Phillies fan. Yeah. So 2012, I was traveling in the States all over and Philly was one of my last ports of call. Got to the city. Loved it. Loved Philadelphia. Great city. Loved the history. Liked the people. Uh, reminisced with me a lot of where I originally come from back in the UK, which is the north of the country, North Yorkshire, near your, your good self, Pete. Mm-hmm. Um and the sports crazy, and I was staying at a hostel, and the people I was staying with, who got you know well quite well and got friends with, offered me uh, a spare ticket to the Phillies game. I had no idea about baseball at the time; mm-hmm. wasn't really that interested. I was one of those oh, it's glorified rounders, right? At the time, <laughs> yeah. um, and then I went along, didn't know what to expect, and as soon as I got there, completely blown away. You know, the whole the whole complex is incredible there, Citizens Bank Park the Memorial Eagles field uh, Wells Fargo, where the Sixers and Flyers play a massive Xfinity live sports bar in the middle. Oh my God. It's a sport in heaven. I love my sports. And straight away, I was like, yep, this, this is a bit of me right here. Uh, you, you can walk around the whole ballpark, which is a novelty at the time because you just can't do that in the UK. You've got to go to your seat pretty much and stay in the stand. You're in. And there's nothing even to do in the stand in, in the UK. It's just looking at black walls and, TV screens, yeah. but to experience the ballpark and so much to do and so much, so many different restaurants and food, the smell, the smell of a ballpark, Pete, you, you got to agree. You cannot beat the smell of a ballpark. Like at, at football games, soccer games over here, you see, it smells of crappy, cheap burgers and <laughs> hot dogs, right? <laughs> but the smell of, of cheesesteaks and, and proper food, you know, ah, it just grabs you. And uh, so already my experience was incredible. Got to the game against the Pirates. Chase Utley's uh, return off the uh, IL at the time. And um, you didn't know who he was at the time, though, right? No, no idea. No. You see a lot of people with Utley shirts on, and you're thinking, "Oh, this guy is a big deal right now." Comes up for his first at bat. People going crazy. Yeah, Chase is back. The season's turning around. I'm like, "Yay, baseball!" <laughs> uh, no idea at the time. No idea. And uh, Chase Utley hits a home run. People going crazy. Wow. I was like, oh, God, the, the buzz. You, you can feel the buzz, you know, because the Phillies at the time are still decent. You know, we still got Howard, Rollins, Utley, Ruiz, Chooch at the back, uh, at the uh, behind a, a catcher. You know, you know, it's they're still, okay, coming down to their prime, but they're still, they still be, should be a postseason contending team. And you got that buzz when you were there. And so I had a lovely lady explaining all the rules as it was happening. I was like, oh, this is, there's more to this game than a bat and a ball, you know, and it, I got completely immersed in it, loved it. The Phil's lost. And that was a, a good sign of things to come for the yeah. next, for uh, my time on then. Uh, I went back the next day did the ballpark tour straight after as well the next day. And, and that was it. And I've been going back every year since don't miss games like yourself, the bug, you got the bug. Mm-hmm. And then I'm um, just coming back here and then, last few years helping the uk community grow with your good self and a lot of good people in the uk community as well and it's just a unique it's just a unique community and and fan base in general of all teams you know there, there's people are passionate about baseball and there's a lot of good people in baseball a lot of good fans yeah. in baseball and everyone knowledgeable everyone passionate and it's it's something very different that i absolutely love than to yeah. any other sport i can think of it's a really good point actually when <sighs> When you kind of think of other fan bases and other sports, the vibe is so different to baseball for some yeah. reason. I, I don't know why it is, but it's, it is it is a unique 
environment in baseball. I, I think it's maybe just the shared collective pain. I think that's maybe what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think that, and you know, I think if you, I think people, because it's more of a family. You know, it's it's a family sport as well. You can take anybody. It's a day out as well. Let's get that. It's a day out. You know, mm-hmm. you know, a soccer match is ninety minutes. You go before the game to a pub. Pub. Have a few pints. Oh, you're all boozed up. Let's go. <laughs> 90 minutes. Action, action, action. Yeah, cheering. And then that's it. You're out to the pub or straight back home again. And it's sort of a day out, but it's, it's more intense, isn't it? You're out with the lads. You're out with those lads. Or, you know, it's it's more of a, a boozy day out. Get out or you're out away from the wife and, and the kids for, for a day. Baseballs is a fact. You take the family along. You know, you can spend hours at the ballpark. There's so much to do. You can talk to rival fans and actually have good conversations, you know, because rival fans are traveling from other states, from other cities around around mm. America to what see their team and, and visit different ballparks. And the fans that go are usually the knowledgeable ones that want to talk to you and you want to talk to them and you want to share stories. You want to reminisce about your team, their team. You want to learn and about other teams. And I find that amazing. You know, I love something i love is sit. you can sit and of course you're not segregated like no. you are in this country from the fans so you can just sit next to an opposing fan and you can talk for hours about anything you know because yeah. you're there for the same reason agreed unless of course you're in dodger stadium and then things seem to go sideways seemingly yeah, yeah. i don't know what happens there but they just <laughs> yeah. want to have punch-ups every game every week there's a new video with that on but uh really you know is. even the biggest rivals like the mets for us and the, the braves <laughs> mm-hmm. you know there's, there's that team hatred but i've met so many cool mets fans who you know you got the banter of course that will never go but at the same time it's cool to reminisce with them and they reminisce their glory days we reminisce our two world series <laughs> that's about it and night three we got close but it's yeah you know baseball is such unique especially in the uk it because is. of course we all have the same goal we all want to bring from all teams a higher profile to baseball in the uk and then we do our best to do that and, you know, although we are all rivals, we're also, we all know each other. You, everyone in the UK community sort of knows each other really well. We all have the same goal to bring baseball up and to get new fans on board. And, you know, there is that banter at the same time. There's that great camaraderie between us all as well, which I think is really unique. All right, then, guys, it is time for the first batch of US ads with the British Twist. And, of course, the guys over at Built Bar, they have you covered. It's the time of the year that pretty much given up on all of the New Year's resolutions. But not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution. Eat them right, thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I'm actually enjoying eating them. Here's the question, though. Have you tried the puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. Yep, protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. If you want to go and pick these up, get yourselves over to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, that's LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. This episode is also brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car 
dealership. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. The prices are reliably low for every customer. Get yourselves over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. Yeah, absolutely agree. And if you think of niche sports or niche sports for the US listeners, (laughs) think of the most niche sport that you could ever think of. That's basically what baseball is in the UK. It is the smallest community, the tightest community, all with a shared passion. And like Dave said, we we all seemingly know each other really well, whether it's via Twitter or um, you know in-person meetups, whatever it is. Um, there, it is a real small but really tight-knit community for sure. So, yeah, I'm with you on that, Dave. And I think a lot of people have similar stories where they fall into baseball as a UK fan, and then they just are hooked, and then it's just part of everyday life in many ways. So. All right, awesome. Let's get into these 2021 Phillies, though, buddy. Here's the here's the other uh, thing I have to call out. I was this is this is uh, bad on my part. I was doing this series in order of the the division in terms of the NL East last year, and I've I've done the Braves. Yeah, I can see your eyes already twitching mm-hmm. around, thinking what's yeah. Pete on about here, right? <laughs> so I've done the Braves. They won the division. Did the Mets last week? Phillies third. Hang on. In in my head. <laughs> No, no, I no. thought the Phillies were third. Like, and don't, when take, I... don't take second away from us. Pete. I know, shocking. But it's behind the mix. Shocking scene. So I'm going to have to hold my hands up and send apologies to the Phillies crew and I'm going to have to Damn. take it back from the Mets. When I got, got into it with Mark last week, I suddenly said to him, you know, okay, so last season your record was 70 so I was like, oh, oh, oh shit, they only won 77 games yeah, or wow. whatever. <laughs> you know, winning season over here for the first time. I know, wow. Games. So these Phillies, they they get the winning season, 82 and 80 in 2021. And that was good for second place in the East. Unfortunately, postseason rules were returned back to standard rules. And so no postseason for the Phillies. So listen, Dave, as you went into it, what were were the expectations? Not what were you hoping for, but what were the actual expectations for the Phillies? Postseason, it was such a poor division. Yeah. There was no excuse. Not only that, but the Central was poor relatively poor and apart you know and okay the west was hot but then the padres fell right away um as usual we just couldn't put away the teams we should be putting away you know we'd raise our game for the big games the big mm. teams play really well and then when it comes to the pirates what a disaster orioles what a disaster you know <laughs> it's it's the same old story um it, it, that's what we say every year same old story same old story good old season looking strong and then in the in the the final stretch we, we blow it we had the easiest schedule in september that september schedule was ridiculously on paper okay there's yeah. no easy games in baseball but on paper there's no excuses and all right injuries hit you know nola dipped um bryce carried us a lot um mm. but the people who want to step up just didn't step up when it mattered and you know wheeler and and harper did everything they could um gerardi was questionable for a lot of it um, you know, a lot of the young guys came up with no experience in, and played big parts in the season. You know, we had so many injuries. I, it's not everyone, every team did. You know, it's not an excuse I'm going to use, but injuries did hit us hard last year. Um, but Nola didn't, Nola didn't kick on. He went backwards. Uh, Gibson came in, steadied the ship. A rotation now, ironically, is probably the best part of this team at the moment. 
Um, the bullpen, same old story. You know. <laughs> it must, oh no, it was better than 2020, surely, right? Because 2020, Just, it was like historical. Well, yeah, in a short, shortened season, but you know. <laughs> All right then, guys, just pausing the action here to tell you about Bet Online. The football season might be over for the year. How about those Rams, baby? But basketball is in full steam ahead for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds, right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. It's just, we just could never get going, you know. And Mm. Bryce on that amazing run. Yeah, Bryce was insane, right? We back him up. That's the problem. Uh, Harper was incredible, you know. And he gave it absolutely everything for the team. Um worthy MVP, you know, with a lot of tough competition, mm. but the team didn't back him up, you know, and you know, Alec Bohm was a massive disaster this year. Hoskins injury was bad because Hoskins was really hitting form before he went down. Um, you know, we had that Met series when uh, we remembered uh, um, the doc incredible. Well, the whole weekend, Manny Trullo, the doc, unveiled his number just and we we beat we played amazing wheeler got that that two hit shutout Mm. the citizens bank park was electric it was back to how it used to be in the glory days the atmosphere was incredible we won that game convincingly swept the mets it was the highlight not only just for last season but for many seasons that was the best moment for any seasons and we all thought at the time oh this is it this is it the momentum was there we were top of the division. We were starting to pull away. Nothing's going to stop us. <laughs> and then we played the weaker teams, and a week later, we're, we're back to where we were, square one. It's all gone. It's just, yeah. <laughs> can you yeah. can you actually put your finger on, like, why? Like, as a fan base, because I know you must have talked about this a lot. Yeah. Why is it that you, these, you know, on paper weaker teams, and it isn't on paper. The fact is, the teams you're playing, their records are terrible. And yeah. you know you should be Pirates beating them. Pirates is a disaster. Pirates yeah. is a great example. Exactly. Like, what's happening what with you the? Followed after. <sighs> I don't know whether it's a, a psychology. You know, we're we're going to beat these. You know, we're, we've just beat the Mets. We're we swept the Mets. We're on a run. Mm. Oh, we're going to beat the Pirates aside. And sometimes I think they were looking ahead to the tougher games down the road, which really matters instead of the ones right in front of them. Mm. Um, Gerard Smatrice's decisions were questionable. Um, sometimes they didn't look fired up for these. You know, they were fired up for the Mets series, fired up for the Brave series. And when it came to the Pirates, it was lackluster. Diamondbacks, another one. Mm. Diamondbacks, terrible. Rockies, terrible. I remember. Marlin, Marlin you've always got our number. You know, your, yeah. your, your, your fans, know, you guys, the listeners know that you always have our number. It's infuriating because we don't even turn up against you guys. I, I, and I, I, it's, it is infuriating. Because no, absolute no disrespect to the Marlins, and I love that organization and what they do. But at that time, when you're struggling with, because all your players are gone at this point towards the end of the season, yeah, half your names I don't even recognize, and they all turn to superstars when we come into town. <laughs> and then you go back to to the way you were before. You know, I don't want to say crap, but you, know, you turn back. You sold yourselves against the rest of the teams for the, that remaining month, and I don't know. It it it's. 
it's, is it a psychological thing? I don't know, but it, it's it's costing us another postseason. You you cost us a postseason 2020 mm. with your amazing run, and we just couldn't get any wins against you. And again, just not being able to put the smaller teams away like we should be, like the Braves are doing, and everybody else was doing. And it, the most frustrating, as I said, the most frustrating thing was that's a weak division. We were, that division was being laughed at. It's the weakest. The Braves are crap. We were crap. The Nats were awful. The Mets are awful. You know, we were the AL Central. It was, it's dreadful. Mm-hmm. And yet the Braves <laughs> went on and won it all. But <laughs> funny it's, old game. It is. It definitely is. Talk to me about Alec Bohm then, because yeah, I, I, for me, true head scratcher from the outside looking in, had a real nice 2020. Obviously, it's a shortened season. I Amazing. guess that's one of yeah. the things, right? You got to take the small sample with a pinch of salt. But nevertheless, we look at Bohm particularly. What went on? What was going on? I think the one thing I would say from the outside looking in, the fielding was a problem. I remember he was oh, just playing yeah. a third base. Then he's at first, yeah. like, the he, he, he did he have the yips or something at third base? What was going on? You, you know that he's not a third baseman. <laughs> I guess that's the problem. He shouldn't be at third base. You know, they tried him at first for a bit, tried him around the diamond a bit. Uh, he's a big guy, and he's, he's not built for a third baseman. And 2020 came in, rookie season. Mm. Smashed it. You know, wow, momentum's there. Pitchers couldn't work him out. Hitting beautifully. Beautiful swing. When your confidence is high, everything else goes with it. Your fielding's great. You know, you everything's flowing. Everything's working. Your rhythm's in. And then it started off okay. And then all of a sudden he's making mistakes in the in, the, in fielding. And then it's getting to... I think he's... Because he's young, he's not men- mentally that strong yet. And it's affecting his, his batting. The more mistakes he made, the more it will yeah. roll up. The fans get on his back. Um, you know, for us, he's, it makes sense for us, for him to go into left field, especially we've got a big hole there now. He's mm-hmm. a big, tall guy. Catching the ball in the air is fine. Making the ground plays is a problem. His, his throwing isn't, isn't amazing. You know, he, he put Hoskins out a few times at first with his wiry throws. And of course, when you've got that pressure on you, you're not doing well on the field, it affects your batting. And then he was in and out the team and it just sort of just got all disjointed and just sort of crumbled. Boom sort of crumbled, got sent down in the end. And, you know, let's hope with the new coaches and this time off, he's managed to rebuild himself. I still don't think third base is a, is a good option for him. It's not working. The fielding wise, defensively wise, it's not working. Um, but, I think they're going to stick with it, unfortunately. All right, then, guys, we are going to pause the conversation there with Dave Shaw at UK Phillies. Tomorrow, we are back with part two of this conversation, and we are digging into some of the success stories, actually, on this Phillies roster, and equally, what holes still exist. There's a lot of work to do. What names and free agents are being connected with the Phillies? Uh, Spoiler alert, it's all of them. (laughs) Dave wants to pretty much throw money at anyone Upgrades anywhere, please. So stay tuned for that one, where we're going to be back tomorrow with part two with Dave Shaw.